Only 24 came from a time in, from me anyway, from time 2009, and it was at a t like a midlife crisis time in my life. You know, time is passing, and when we're in our midlife, and we're not going to waste the rest of our life. Do not spend any time, any days wasted on jobs you hate, doing things you hate. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most, I owned the 24. Hey, and welcome. It's Mike from Own the 24. I hope you're owning your 24 today. Welcome to the second uh, series, second part of our of my series called That's It, but short videos. The intention is to stimulate some thought maybe on how to how to get the passion back, how to move us toward um, owning our 24. So, so the second uh, series or the second edition is called The Human Condition. So, so we'll talk about um, the socioeconomic conditioning that we all go through. We all go through it. Unless we were raised in, you know, Costa Rica or something by our, by our cool hippie off-the-grid family, we grew up in the States here, and we're, we're, even if it's not in the States, we grew up with a certain level of socioeconomic conditioning. What's that mean? It means uh, what, our, what our belief system is around uh, the conditions through which uh, happiness can occur or satisfaction, right? So we'll, we'll leave the rest of that for another conversation, but what are the conditions through which we achieve happiness? So it could be the, the model that, that at least that I had. The, and that so many people that I know had, it is go to school, uh, go to college, get a degree, get a job, get married, have kids. That's it. That's why, that's why the book's called. That's it. And that's it. And that's all you should need. And that's all you should want. And that's what should make you happy. This is why so many people get to get through all those things. And then they, and then they lift their head up and go, oh, wait a minute. That's it. Like, hold on. I did all the stuff. Like I got the job and, uh, and I, you know, and I, I, I got married, I have the kids, I got the dog, I got the minivan, whatever it is. I got the house, I got the stuff. I even, you know, maybe I got a toy, I got a motorcycle, I got a sports car, whatever it is, you know, a golf membership at the club, all that. And then, and that's still not enough. So, so what, what there is to think about is what are the conditions that you have that would mean happiness? It really, it lends, and this is a, a topic for a later discussion, to the if-only mind, and the if-only mind is a constant, sometimes constantly moving set of conditions that if only they existed, I'd be happy. You know, if only I was younger, if only I was older, if only I was thinner, if only I was fatter, if only I didn't live here, if only I could live somewhere else, if only, if only, if only, if only, to the end of time, if only. Well, we set the if-only, we set the conditions of our happiness, and that's something to, to really consider when we think about are we chronically miserable? Do we have a chronic complaint? And what is it? Is it our job? For me, the job uh, was thrilling at first. I was, it was, as I've said, it was a process of ascension. It was team building. It was fun. It wasn't always fun, I guess, but in, but in total, it was rewarding because I was building teams. And as I got older and farther along in my career, it became less rewarding. I became more salty I lost my beginner's mind. In the beginner's mind, the saying is something that I've that just is ingrained in me. And the saying is this: in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, while in the expert's mind, there are few. 
So that's from Suzuki, a Zen teacher. So I began to lose my beginner's mind. I became the expert. I had no possibility. So as we, as we age, most of us, we become a less a beginner's mind and more of an expert's mind, meaning less, less and fewer and fewer possibilities. So think about what there is in your life, the conditions through which maybe even write it down. I don't know if you, if you like to journal. I, I journal every day or do a little pen and paper if, that's not your, if journaling's not your thing. And write down the conditions um, that would make you happy, the things that would, you would change in your life. And to the extent that we are attached to those conditions for happiness is to the extent at least we are exposed to suffering. So how do we own our 24? How do we get the passion and the fire back? We think about those things that we can create, that we can identify with. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's a career. Maybe it's a new career. But it starts with want to versus have to. That, that is at the center of, in my opinion, all things amazing in life are want to. And they're not have to. Someone tells me I have to. Uh, most of most of work, most of people's nine to fives, or worse than that, if they're a salaried uh, manager, uh, it's not a nine to five at all, is have to. I have to do that. And then the weekends are all want to, and man, I got energy till, you know, inexhaustible energy. But in, the, but in the nine to five grind, it's just a grind. So how do we identify those things that fire us up? How do we spend more time? How do we wrap our heads around those things that fire us up? What is What is that? It's different for everyone, but trust me when I tell you, it's there for everyone. So listen, I'll leave you with this. Each of us only has the same 24 hours in a day. That's it. No one has more of an advantage of time. It's really up to us to choose how we use our 24. So we got to own that 24. All right, we'll see you next time. We each get the same 24 hours a day. Let's make sure we all own our 24. Let's go. Tick tock, motherfucker.